gosh, friends. I am so excited to be wrapping up this money series. It's been so great to hear people talking about some of the controversial things that I've been putting out onto the waves. Mr. Wiseman may not be super happy about the last one about uh, why I fired our accountant at the time, but you know, it's what it is. It is, is what it is. So if this is the first one that you're catching, you may want to go back to the other episodes or you can continue listening. Whatevs. You do you, boo. But I am talking all about money. But if you are looking for industry standard financial advice, maybe you should turn this off <laughs> because this series is absolutely different. I'm talking about my experience with money, with debt, with not making any money, with what to do, all about my family, my businesses, and my practice. I'm explaining what worked for me, even though it was super non-traditional, because I want to show that there is no one right answer. I think so many times when it comes to money, we think there is, and then we develop all this guilt and shame around it. And I just want to say it's total and utter bullshit. So you may not want to tell your financial planner that you listen to this, and I want you to enter at your own risk because I am not an expert by any means. This is just one doctor talking about how it went for her, but I would love to welcome you to the University of Hard Knocks, friend, the Money Series. All right, in this last episode, we are talking about why I kept spending money despite having an extremely low income. Now, we're talking like super, super low. So rewinding back, after I left my first big girl job, I started practicing emergency medicine so that I could get out of a super nasty non-compete. I did that for a little over the year. And it was the end of 2018 that I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to make the jump. I'm going to try to do my businesses as my full-time job rather than just a side hustle. I still kept doing some telemedicine on the side and a couple PRN jobs, but I was really focusing on coaching, on education, on speaking, on writing my book, on doing the podcast, you know, all the things. Well, let's just say business is fucking hard and I did not make a lot of money. Now, we made enough to keep the lights on and the kids were fed. I mean, we weren't eating cat food or out of a dumpster or anything, but there was not hardly any extra money. And I think I talked about this in another episode with our savings account. And when it was emptied, this would have been the time that our savings account went to zero. And so... This is the preference that I'm talking from on why I kept spending money during that time. So from about 2019 till about 2020-ish, yes, end of 2020, you know, pandemic and all that stuff going into 2021. So a little over a year, we were making enough to pay all the bills, but there wasn't any extra. There was definitely nothing going towards savings. There was no going to retirement. There was nothing being put in the kids 529. We were making minimum payments on my student loans. So that's the kind of the frame of reference that I'm talking about. But this is what I want to also say is that we did not go like burnt earth and like never go out to eat or anything like that. Go back and listen to my why I broke up with Dave Ramsey episode if you want to hear a little bit more about why we did that. But I want to talk specifically on why I kept spending money during this time. 
And one way that I was spending money is I continued our Prime membership. And, you know, so many of the money gurus, they talk about the bullshit of like cutting like frivolous spending. Well, for me, my Prime membership was not frivolous spending. It helped me get savings on shipping. It <laughs> kept us streaming at an ex- you know extremely low price. It was the only streaming service that we used that the kids could watch. I was getting things that we absolutely needed. Hello, toilet paper and Clorox wipes. Need I say more? And it would also be where I would price check. If Amazon wasn't the cheapest place with my Prime membership, then I would look in other places. And I can't over-exaggerate the importance of home delivery even prior to 2020, the convenience factor. It was worth the $14.99 a month. I'm just going to say it. So I did not cancel my Prime membership. The other thing that I did not cancel despite having an extremely low income was my $4.99 personal shopper that I also had from Amazon. You know, it felt so good to try on new things So $5 a month was a no-brainer for me. And the other thing is, I sent back about 97% of the things. That's right. If they sent me 100 items, I maybe bought three. It's one of those things that going to the store can, for me, bring a lot of anxiety. I'm hauling three kids around with me. I'm looking through sales racks, trying to figure out what size, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It was so nice to have a box show up at my door with the correct sizes, with my style, that one night I would tell everybody I need 30 minutes, I would shut the door, I would turn on some music, and I would try on some clothes. I cannot tell you how amazing a shopping experience that is from my own bedroom. And so again, the $5 is a no-brainer. I would try the clothes on, I'd be like, oh, this is nice, and then I would put them all back into the box and ship them back. It was worth it, let me tell you. The other thing that I did while making very low income was I continued to travel despite not making much in my business. And I know this is another one that the financial gurus are like, don't do it, go scorched earth. Well, the first thing I have to say is if if you're traveling for business, it's a business expense and that will help you on your taxes. The second thing I have to say about it is whenever I traveled and either met with my online friends, met with clients, did a speaking event, did a talk, Those experiences and those places taught me new lessons, clarified my message, and helped me to get in touch with what I was doing, so helping me to root into my why. The other thing was the break away from the routine and home was so healing for me. Mr. Wiseman would always say how much he missed me, but also how glad he was for me to travel. And he continues to say this to this day. When are you taking your next trip? Because he knows for me, it's just so therapeutic to get away and home feels so good when I come back as well. Traveling also gave me an opportunity to reconnect with myself and my friends. Now, I wasn't taking any like first class bougie vacations. Believe me, I was flying in the back at Southwest. But... I was still continuing to travel because of these amazing things that it helped me with. The other thing that I continued to pay for during this time period when we were digging for quarters in the couch was I continued to pay my contractors, my helpers, and my employees. And I have to say, it was tough at times. There were months that I didn't pay myself so that I could pay them. And they know about this as well. And again, that's going totally against the, like, what is it, the book that's uh, like, pay yourself first, or I can't remember. 
it was tough at times. And we talked about it within the business and in business meetings, like, guys, we've got to do this. And I put them first and what they were doing. I had to go into some business debt to make sure everything was happening. But now, retrospectively, I can see that we went through a lot of growing pains and a lot of growth. Did I always see the growth in the bank account? Absolutely not. There were a lot of negative months. Just ask Don Patton, my <laughs> accountant that I talked about in the last episode, why I fired my husband's accountant and hired Don. But now, retrospectively, if I would have been the one-woman show, I would have been burnt out and I would have had stagnant businesses. I would have been pissed at what I was doing. And instead, now I'm standing on platforms that are well-developed, they're smooth, and we are on point with our why. Now, let me tell you about one dumbass mistake that I did during this time. Some spending that I did that was absolutely the wrong decision. I bought into several coaching courses at one time. I had a writing coach. I had a business coach. Um, I feel like I had another kind of coaching. Anyway, three different ones. Because the, the mindset of you've got to spend money to make money was all that I was thinking about. Because again, I wasn't making a lot of money in my business at that point. So I thought, well, I'm going to just spend all the money so that all the money will come back to me. And let me tell you, that was not a good idea. Doing writing, business coaching, personal coaching, wellness coaching, it was way too damn much. I was pulled in so many different directions. And also, I wasn't wise about the money that I spent on. I went into this business group coaching course that was five figures. And do I feel like I got that returned? Absolutely not. There's no way in hell that I got back in rewards for what I paid for that group coaching. It was a huge disappointment. Now, did I ask for my money back? No, I didn't. Because you know what? I'm a big ass girl and I made the decision and it's my fault for signing up for it. But what I want to say is that you don't need to spend huge amounts of monies in huge amounts of places to be successful. That's the lesson I'm taking away from it. Because I know that I have that propensity for burnout and that by doing that, trying to do all the different things, it was actually leading me into more burnout and stressing me out because I didn't have the money. Now, the final purchases that I want to talk about were probably the best purchases in the last couple of years. And here they are. One, my hot tub. Two, a basketball goal. Three, rubber boots. And the last one that I made most recently is the starter pack for Dungeons and Dragons. These things have brought my family together in so many amazing ways. The hot tub makes us put our devices down. The basketball goal gets us outside. We're playing horse, laughing and joking. The rubber boots get us into the woods and get our feet dirty. And Dungeon and Dragon, oh my gosh, let me tell you, everybody loves D&D, the imagination, the cooperation, the adventures together. We are making so many memories off of these purchases, and we're still getting value out of them. So I think that they were absolutely great purchases. Were they cheap? No, they weren't. But will we be using them for years to come and talking about the memories? Absolutely. And so I ask you. What are some purchases? What are some spending that you have done that has been the absolute best thing for you, despite maybe what the typical advice would be? And the flip side, what are some of your dumbass mistakes that you've made like me? (laughs) 
that you wouldn't do again. And no matter, I want you to coat that with some self-compassion to say you were doing the best that you could with what you had at the time, you know, and you were just trying to get what you need. I've heard it takes a village to raise a child. But you know what else? After raising that child and once that kid has grown up, it takes a community to care for them. Communities are what keeps us sane. They help us heal our trauma. They dance with us when we're winning. Without my online communities, I would have never made it through burnout. And I certainly would have gotten through the shitstorm of this pandemic either. If you too need community, I want to invite you over to my badass Slack group. That's right, I'm not going to be on Facebook, but I do love me some Slack. It's a place where you'll find that you're not the only one. You're not alone. You'll get total validation on what's going on with you. There's a pool of resources. Community is active and rating to welcome you in. We are all helpers who have needs. And sometimes we need to have a community that can surround us, protect us, give us a hug, and lift us up. And that's what the badass Slack community is. So come join me today. Link is in the show notes. So friend, I hope this has been a fun series for you, the money series. I'd love to hear what your money stories are, what you've done that's been kind of off the beaten path, and also what you're taking away from me talking about money. All right. Remember, I'm always in the Badass Slack group. We can hang out there if you want to talk one-on-one. And your life, your calling, your pulse matters. See ya. Tonight